It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday the 11th of September and it's 9-11 Remembrance Day. And a big happy birthday to Richard Ashcroft, Johnny Vegas and Luda Chris. As the government prepares to implement the new Save Six rules, Grant Shapps has been at the naughty and nice list again. This time, if you're returning from Portugal or Hungary, you'll now need to quarantine. But Sweden, you're back on the good list. Meanwhile, in the Commons, the row continued over test and trace and the difficulties in getting tests. Shadow Health Secretary John Ashworth had a proper go at Matt Lavish Holiday's Hancock. It isn't the fault of ill people asking for tests, Mr Speaker. It's his fault for not providing them. Firstly, on who is eligible for a test, precisely as I said and as he literally read out, if you have symptoms, get a test. But if you don't have symptoms, then you are not eligible for a test unless you've specifically been asked. And yes, if you have symptoms... And if you're in doubt of whether those symptoms are coronavirus or not, get a test. But if you don't have symptoms, don't get a test. It hasn't changed. It's exactly the same. Sounded a bit cranky there, fella. Maybe you need a holiday. The government continued to row with the EU over Brexit and their threat to break the withdrawal agreement, despite warnings from European partners and from Nancy Pelosi, who said the Good Friday Agreement must stand if there's to be any UK-US trade agreement. Michael Gove met with the EU representatives and says, no, we're not backing down, but also we still want to do a deal. Hmm? Très confusant, non? I made it perfectly clear to Vice President Shevkovic um, that we would not be withdrawing this legislation. Um, and he understood that. Of course, he regretted it. Uh, but we also stressed the vital importance of making progress. There have been some who argued that uh, this legislation is an attempt to somehow set aside the withdrawal agreement or to shirk from the implementation of the protocol. Not at all. In the United States, after the revelations from Bob Woodward's book that President Trump knew how serious coronavirus was and still downplayed it, Donald's been busy denying everything he said on tape and now blaming Bob Woodward for not telling the authorities what the president said. Can you check that? If Bob Woodward thought what I said was bad, then he should have immediately, right after I said it, gone out to the authorities so they can prepare and let him know. But he didn't think it was bad, and he said he didn't think it was bad. He actually said he didn't think it was bad. The only one that said it was bad or thinks it was bad were the fake news media because they take it and they try and put it a certain way. Meanwhile, Trump's former lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen has some alarming news about Donald Trump plans if he manages to pull off an election victory. Donald Trump believes that he should be the ruler, the dictator of the United States of America. He actually is looking to change the Constitution. When Donald Trump jokes about 12 more years, he's not joking. Donald Trump doesn't have a sense of humor. So I I want you to understand when he says 12 more years, if he wins, 
he's going to automatically, day number one, start thinking how he can change the Constitution for a third term. And then a fourth... Harry Dunn's family continue to campaign for justice for Harry, who was killed in a hit and run. The Americans suspect Anna Sekoulis was allowed to leave the UK, but there'd been talk about a virtual trial. Her lawyers have now admitted that she drove on the wrong side of the road for 20 seconds. One year on, the family are fed up at the delays and the way the government's handled the whole affair. If they hadn't have let her leave, and if they hadn't have withheld information from the police, then we wouldn't need to be stood here today and we would not have our campaign for justice. And I'm just really angry, clearly, with the US government thinking that they can still overrule everything that the UK suggests. The Tuscan Grand Prix takes place this weekend and Ferrari celebrate their 1,000th race. But there are already big changes ahead as Aston Martin join the grid for next year and they've signed current Ferrari driver Sebastian Vettel. He was pretty close to retiring altogether though after a poor season. But how close? Close. <laughs> I don't know, is there a measure of how close you can get? I mean, it was, it was close in terms of having a lot of thoughts and uh, deciding what's ultimately... You know, I have to put myself first in that regard, what's best for me. And uh, what I've decided now, I I believe it's the best for me. Um, And uh, yeah, looking forward to to prove that. For all the day's sport, check out the Sport 7. The Sport 7. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Proud dad Peter Andre has opened up to Lorraine about being bullied at school and the long-term impact that it can have as he backs a new anti-bullying initiative as the schools finally reopen. Certain things scar you for life. It's such a horrible thing and so many kids are going through it. Um, And it scarred me to the point that now, even now at 47, uh, and I say this to my wife, I can't believe this, my hair's naturally curly but I won't have it curly. Um, I always straighten it. And the reason I do that is because every time I look in the mirror and my hair's curly, I see what those kids used to call me. And so that's the long-term effect of bullying. Sad news as British acting royalty Diana Rigg died yesterday at the age of 82. She had an extraordinary career from the role of Emma Peel in The Avengers through being the only Bond girl to actually marry James Bond and on to starring Game of Thrones as the awesome Elena Tyrell. She spoke to Newsnight last year on hashtag MeToo and how to handle difficult moments in the acting profession. I had one experience, which I'm not about to talk about, but when I was very young, with a director who was very powerful. Yeah. I simply hardly acknowledged it was happening. I mean, I think um, <clears throat> scorn is uh, quite a powerful tool. And I, I would urge women to use scorn whenever possible because um, it, it's, it sort of scorches the gentleman. This has been the Smart 7. Be smart, wear a mask. We've got an Alexa skill now, so enable us and then just say, Alexa, play the Smart 7. We're back tomorrow at 7am. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. From the creators of the Smart 7 podcast, allow me to introduce introduce the Sport 7. I'm Mike Bogle. Every weekday morning at 7am, I'll have everything you need to know on sport. The results from last night, fixtures, breaking news, transfers, the lot. 
You need the sport? Hey, we've got the sport. The Sports Seven. Get up to speed in just seven minutes every weekday at 7 a.m. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Launches September 2020.